0: Are you that weirdo that hunts high and low for that certain cryptid of your dreams? Well, good. This is the podcast for you. Welcome to Happy Hour Gets Weird.
1: Okay. I'm really nervous because our topic today is so heavy.
0: It's way heavy.
1: (laughs) It's so heavy. These serious episodes really, really weigh on you. Yeah.
0: It's it's a heavy burden that we bear.
1: <laughs> Getting the stories out there.
0: Yeah. Well, hi, you beautiful people. Welcome or welcome back. I'm Cassie.
1: And I'm Tiffany.
0: And this is Happy Hour Gets Weird.
1: We are a podcast where we have cocktails and talk about weird shit. Yeah. I guess you knew we were a podcast if you're here, though.
0: Yeah, you're probably listening <laughs> On a podcast app right now to this <laughs> podcast that we just called a podcast in our intro. Anyways, back to this very heavy, heavy, heavy subject that we have the burden of sharing with the world. What are we talking today?
1: Today we are talking cryptids. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Obviously, if you didn't catch it, we we're being sarcastic. It's not a heavy subject. And it's actually a lot, unless you're talking Bigfoot, I- I'd imagine he's pretty heavy. <laughs> i couldn't but help I'm it bum. yeah i can i'm sorry Dad for jokes that already were a minute in. i apologize for that one
1: um never apologize never be sorry also i love bigfoot so much it is pretty fucking serious to me yeah so we
0: just said it was heavy we didn't say it was not serious <laughs> all right so cryptids i decided to do the fresno nightcrawler
1: should we first say what a cryptid is in case somebody doesn't know what a cryptid is? Oh, yeah. In case somebody, they just were on a podcast app and then they dropped their phone when they picked it up and hit a button that turned it onto our podcast on cryptids and they have no idea what they're listening to. I think that's a great idea.
0: So uh, let's just go with the OG of definitions, Merriam-Webster. I will read the cryptid definition. An animal, such as a Sasquatch or the Loch Ness Monster, that has been claimed to exist, but never proven to exist.
1: Exactly. So, basically, it's a creature that many people believe in, but there is no scientific evidence to prove its existence. ba da
0: Yeah, or there's never been, like, an actual specimen. Because would you consider plaster, plaster footprints from a Bigfoot scientific evidence? Or do you, th- is that a little bit, like, iffy? I,
1: I think that that is disprovable. So mm. it technically, like, would it stand up in a court of law? I mean. I'm not putting Bigfoot on trial here. I'm just saying.
0: Okay, if I had to think about it, you know, I have extremely wide caveman feet. <laughs> so I feel like if I someone were to take a plaster of my foot, they would think maybe a Neanderthal was still roaming the earth. <laughs> a fun fact, I did my DNA. I have more Neanderthal DNA than, like, 95% of the population.
1: How? Humble brag. Humble brag. Okay. Weird flex, but how?
0: <laughs> I I don't know. I'm just... Special. A genetic anomaly, I suppose.
1: I feel so privileged to be in your company. Yeah, it's
0: why I'm short and squatty and have extremely wide feet. I could walk on top of water, technically. <laughs> Not claiming to be Jesus, just a Neanderthal.
1: Just Jesus-like abilities. <laughs> <laughs> I can turn water into wine. <laughs> okay.
0: So now that we know what a cryptid is, I'm going to get right into it. Okay. Oh, I, no. What the heck? It's
1: we okay. meet in person and everything spirals out of control. It's what okay. are we drinking? Today we are. Wait, what are we drinking? What is this delicious? We're drinking the
0: Kool-Aid, called? the cryptid Kool-Aid. That's what <laughs> we're drinking. Um, we are drinking... A tiki drink. It's about damn time we made a tiki drink. Yeah, it is. Um, I feel like if I've had a shit day, a shit week, a shit year, <clears throat> 2020, if I go to a tiki, a t- well, I used to be able to go to tiki bars, mm-hmm. but I could go to a tiki bar and my like worries melt away. There's, I'm actually going to shout out a tiki bar in Sacramento, California, the Jungle Bird. It's fantastic if it ever opens or when it does open. Um, give it a visit because it Let's is go. a tiki bar and it is fantastic and it you walk in the door and it's like you are transported to the jungle I love it because we love cryptids and we're drinking the cryptid kool-aid this is aptly named the cryptid kool-aid I
1: love it it's so good it's fruity but not too sweet which yes a lot of these kind of drinks can go too sweet real yeah quick. It's very good.
0: I feel like it's an elevated version of a tiki drink. Actually, it's... it's
1: A simplified version of
0: a tiki drink. I think people have the... Because of Pinterest, no shade to Pinterest, um, tiki drinks are like pineapple juice and grenadine and orange juice and uh, really super sweet. But actually, original tiki drinks are super simple, maybe with one juice, maybe two at the most, and they're just... Um, Really, kind of like simple, almost not. They're supposed to be alcohol forward drinks.
1: Oh, fascinating! I
0: think I'm not a professional. You're. Um,
1: we're professional drinkers now because this is almost our job. Yeah, yeah, pr- yeah. Kind of. If you can consider a job where you you go, but you don't make an income.
0: Yes. So, <laughs> Cryptid Kool Aid. All all run down. It's uh, it's super simple mm-hmm. but delicious. Pineapple juice, orange juice dark rum or spiced rum, whatever you prefer, lime juice, and a pinch of nutmeg. And you shake it vigorously, and it gets super foamy uh, from Mm
1: -hmm. the juices, and it's really good. Um, Don't leave out the nutmeg, because I think that is, as Guy Fieri would say, the (laughs) kicker.
0: (laughs) Oh, and there's also coconut rum. It is a, I would say, our version of the famous tiki, tiki drink painkiller the painkiller and that uses cream de coco i'm not a i i like that in the pina colada but i substituted cream de coco for coconut rum and i also added lime juice which makes it a little bit different but kind of the same um so uh cryptic kool-aid is what we're drinking today and that's that's that
1: try it you'll love it yeah
0: it's delicious as always pictures and recipes on social media
1: okay i'm so ready
0: i'm also ready To stop talking. Stop rambling.
1: And start talking. Yes.
0: Okay. So this all starts in Fresno, California. Dun, dun. Fresno, California, 2007. A man simply by the name of Jose noticed there had been a lot of dogs barking in his neighborhood. So Jose installed a video camera surveillance system surrounding his property in hopes to thwart any theft that he thought was making the dogs bark late at night Mm -hmm. so a sunday in november 2007 like i said around 12 a.m jose was awoken by his dogs barking in a very strange way he went outside looked around his yard and he didn't see anything then he went to his video camera surveillance system inside the monitor and he rewound to the time that his dogs were barking. And to his shock and horror, he saw what is now known as the Fresno Night Crawlers walking in his yard. Full disclosure I thought this is going to be silly, but they're actually kind of very terrifying. Ooh. I know. I thought that they were going to be silly.
1: Uh,. Because if you've seen the video,
0: they're cute and silly. <laughs> so Jose was freaked the fuck out by these little things crawling, walking across his yard. He was freaked out. Apparently, he was so freaked out he wouldn't leave his house for two weeks.
1: <gasps> oh shit! Yeah, he
0: was that afraid. Oh my god, he was, how sad! He was very afraid. So Jose finally kind of recovered. He was still nervous, still scared, but he recovered enough to take his story to the um, to a TV station. But Jose couldn't get the tape out of the VCR. What? Yeah, it, he it, it was a VHS a VHS tape, and he couldn't get it out of the VCR. So what he did was he recorded the monitor with a camcorder. Mm -hmm. and brought that tape to a local tv station Mm -hmm. um and then as security systems do it like re-records over the vcr yeah or over the vhs Mm -hmm. so it was re-recorded over so the only copy circulating now is the recording of the recording
1: Hmm. yeah that's a shame
0: Mm -hmm. it's grainy the footage is grainy because because of all of the you know
1: because it's a recording of a recording, so it's not as clear as it could be. Right. And also it's a night, it's a security camera video at night, which it, are notoriously sh- kind of, you know, not the best In 2007. Quality. Yeah. So not the best quality. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I've seen the video and I've never seen anything like this before as, as far as like anatomy is concerned of these night crawlers. It's so otherworldly. And um, so due to the graininess of the video and the just like my brain can't function properly when looking at it because I've, I've never seen anything like it, mm-hmm. it's kind of going to be hard for me to describe. I'm going to do my best. I found a really good descriptive uh, bit. But um, I'm going to do my best and then I'm also going to post like pictures and I'll get the video on our social media on our Instagram so you can see it. It's interesting. Look at it. So from cryptid Wikipedia, this is a description of Fresno nightcrawlers. Fresno nightcrawlers appear to be a relatively short creature with most of their height being made up of their legs as they p- possess an extremely small upper body. It is an extremely thin, white humanoid with no discernible arms. A larger specimen appears to have webbing connected from each knee to to the torso. The cryptids appear to have very short, thin, and stilt-like feet and legs. So this is why I thought it was going to be silly because it looks like a pair of walking gaucho pants to me.
1: (laughs) It does. It totally does. Or like a pair of chaps. <laughs> yeah. Kind of the, like The video chaps. is, it is funny.
0: It's, it's silly. It's so
1: unusual. But I mean, if you really saw that,
0: like oh my Jose God.
1: did, I, I think I would be terrified too.
0: I would be absolutely hysterical. They'd have to put me in a hospital. Oh, my
1: There's mom, no my way. My mind is just.
0: There's no way in the middle of the night, if I heard my dogs barking and I saw that on a security camera, I would freak the F out.
1: Mm-mm. Yeah. There's yeah.
0: no way. So, and I also um, watched the video and it appears. So, Jose had an iron gate around his entire front yard. So, it was fenced mm-hmm. and it was one of the iron gates with bars. Mm-hmm. And they also had a, a young or small palm tree in the center of his grass. And the Fresno Nightcrawlers walked from the gate across his yard past the palm tree. So that's kind of where we get the scope of their size. Now they have to be, the video was one, it was dark and two, it was grainy. So you don't actually see the Fresno night crawler walking through the fence. Um, it's not known if they jumped over the fence or were thin enough to squeeze through the bars Mm. of the fence oh
1: i don't like the idea of something being that thin i just got the chills i thought this was gonna be funny i
0: told you i thought it was gonna be silly but it was actually really kind of freaky and then we know the height of the fresno right crawler because of the height of the palm tree that it walked past so they're really they have to be very thin to fit through the fence and they also only like two to three feet tall they're very small uh, they're weird uh, they're weird so anyway what jose saw was a creature walk across his yard diagonally from one corner to another stop and then continue to walk until it walked out of frame but then not only did one fresno nightcrawler walk across his yard fucking two a second one walked across and the second one, you can almost make out a little bit better. It seems almost a little bit bigger. And it's walking kind of has a different stride. Saunter. Uh, yeah. Saundering. It's like so strange. And I just feel like a total like turd because I feel like I'm not describing it. But
1: I it, think a lot of people at this point probably have seen the video of it. And like you said, we'll post it. It is unusual. And I like how you said it's hard for you to wrap your mind around it because it's so different from any sort of anatomy that we're used to
0: I've never seen anything like it except for a pair of pants
1: yeah and that's, that's the only way <laughs> you can describe it remember those gaucho pants from 2003
0: <laughs> yeah that's exactly I,
1: first of all I want to bring those back they were so comfortable They're so
0: comfortable
1: they, they were not tight at all no. it was like wearing a nightgown
0: yeah and they were like that really like soft spandexy material like stretchy
1: flowy mm-hmm. okay I think, well, let's just fuck it. We're bringing them back.
0: We need to make some.
1: We'll just call them Fresno Nightcrawler pants. Yes. We'll rebrand.
0: We'll just call them Fresno Gauchos. <laughs> Gaucho Nightcrawlers. Gaucho Nightcrawlers. Night That's what they are. G- GNT. <laughs> um, so uh, I mentioned that he, uh, Jose, after a few weeks, brought the tape. He actually brought it to Univision, looking for answers he brought it to reporter and when the Univision studio which is a popular Hispanic uh mm-hmm. TV station in I think pretty much at least throughout California I don't mm-hmm. know about mm-hmm. the rest of the country um when Univision couldn't come up with any answers they contacted a paranormal investigator by the name of Victor Camacho And Victor went to the TV station and he interviewed Jose and he said, Jose was so nervous and so scared that he even refused to have his face on camera during the interview. And I saw the interview, I watched it and it was like just hit like his torso sitting down Mm -hmm. and you know, he was telling him about, you know, he was scared and what he saw and it was, it was strange obviously. So After this, Victor didn't hear from Jose for a while and he didn't get his phone number. He didn't, um, he gave him his card and his contact information and just said, you know, I hope he reaches out. So this was in November when they first met at Univision and Jose ended up reaching out in February to Victor and Mm say, Hey, did you ever find out what those things were in my yard? I want to know I'm freaked out. It's kind of weird. Don't forget about it. And Victor said, uh, "No, we we don't know what they are, but let me come to your house and do an investigation, and maybe that will lead lead to something." So Victor came back to Jose's house in Fresno. He made measurements. He walked the front yard. He scanned the grass, um, and after analyzing the footage again in the yard he he's the one thing he did say was that because the footage was so grainy that it might be difficult to see if it was some kind of mechanical device like a hoax it might be difficult to see the wires or mm-hmm. um, if it was some kind of like puppet or something so he did say that but he also was so certain that it was authentic just based on Jose's demeanor and his attitude and the tape itself and kind of the yard and the fence and how everything was set up he actually presented it at a Mufon conference
1: oh wow yeah
0: and there is a video on him presenting it and it's fascinating and yeah. you can hear the audience go oh when he shows like the video it's it's kind of cool i'm a nerd like that so
1: no i Didn't want to step on your story, but when I see these, I definitely go to something extraterrestrial. Mm -hmm. As opposed to other cryptids that I see, I think, are a creature of this earth. When you see the Fresno Nightcrawler, I immediately think something not of this planet.
0: Yeah. Basically, um, uh, Camacho. I said Camucho. Camacho. I'm sorry, Victor Camacho. So he basically left it open ended. He thought maybe it could be some some type of extraterrestrial in. in, I'm going to try to say this, insectoid in. Oh yeah, like some kind of uh, extraterrestrial insect. Mm -hmm. Um, He said it could be elf elves. Mm -hmm. It could not elf the popular Christmas show (laughs) starring Will Ferrell. (laughs) elves uh or he said um it could just be straight up aliens he left it totally open and it's still like an open investigation nobody um has no nobody has figured it out
1: do you have an opinion on what you think it is Mm,
0: i think it's probably something extraterrestrial um uh, in, so that was in two thousand and I'll tell you why. Okay. That was in 2007, 2008. And nobody really knew of the Fresno night crawlers. They actually didn't even have a name until 2010 when they became widely known because a popular show, you might know it. I used to watch it. Fact or fiction, paranormal mm-hmm. files, Um, they got the submission and they decided to do their episode on it and they actually dubbed them the Fresno nightcrawlers.
1: Oh, wow. That's
0: where they got their name. I know. I used to love that show. I don't watch it anymore. I wonder if it's on the air or not. But I liked it because I always felt like they weren't, they were always trying to debunk something Mm -hmm. and if they couldn't debunk it, they like admitted it. They weren't setting it up. Like it already exists. Mm -hmm. They were going at it from a skeptic point of view. And I really like that.
1: That's why I like ghost hunters too. For the Mm -hmm. same reason. Yeah. Just blindly say yes. They try to figure it out. Yeah. And it makes it more honest when it is something paranormal. Exactly.
0: Yes. So their episode was season one, episode two, Mm -hmm. and it's available on YouTube. I watched it. It was so good. The show is just as good as I remember. (laughs) So they went to Fresno and they talked to Jose And they asked him if they could do some experiments. So they set up a camera where the old security camera was and they dressed a four-year-old in white clothing and had him walk across the yard. It didn't look like the Fresno nightcrawler. They had, they built a mechanical puppet and walked that across the yard. Whoa. And it didn't quite look like it. And then they put, loose flowy clothing over the mechanical puppet and it was similar but it still wasn't the same and then they had um instead of mechanically operating the puppet they had um someone off camera like hold it it also wasn't the same so they eventually um deemed that it was unexplainable that they didn't know what it was they couldn't explain it they could they couldn't debunk the hoax but they also couldn't um, say definitively what it was. So I, I thought that was pretty cool. They thought maybe it was an a, a indigenous creature that hadn't been discovered yet um, from that area. He did live ne- next to a wooded area. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they explored it but didn't really find any They had some strange stuff happen while they were at that. But I'm not going to go into that. Watch it. Um, I'm
1: totally going to watch it.
0: They thought maybe it was something extraterrestrial also. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's what I'm kind of leaning towards. Nobody really knows what it is. There's been a couple sightings. There's been a couple sightings in Yosemite. There was a second video recorded in Yosemite, but I think it's been debunked as a hoax, like a CGI kind of hoax. Mm -hmm. Um, But maybe it's real. I don't know. They have a different gate for sure. And there was also a couple in Carmel who saw one. And then a man reported seeing one in Poland, of all places, across the world. What? Yeah.
1: I didn't hear about that. Yeah. So there's. Is no, there a video, mm-mm. or you just saw it?
0: No, but um, yeah. So that's that's a Fresno nightcrawler. Kind of interesting.
1: It's very interesting. I know.
0: I was like, oh, this is gonna be silly. Like I said, you know, five times already. But it was kind of freaky. It's a little bit. If I saw that on my security system, I would I would lose my shit.
1: That was great for starters. I loved it. And uh, I feel really bad for Jose being so freaked out. Yeah. I totally think that it's something not of this planet. And people have that same theory about Bigfoot. People think that Bigfoots might be dropped off. And that's why they just show up out of nowhere randomly. Yeah. So that's kind of an an interesting uh, connection there. But I don't see how a Fresno Nightcrawler could even like, I can't even think of anything else from our planet that resembles that.
0: Uh-uh. Like, where is its mouth? <laughs>
1: I, I don't know. Like, how does on it their planet, dick? Do they I don't own, know. On their planet, do they only wear pants? <laughs> <laughs> they don't even own shirts, right? <laughs> I don't even think they have
0: torsos. They just have legs. Exactly. And eyes. They don't even have arms. Like, how would you... You don't even need a shirt.
1: And if it was a prank or a hoax... I don't even, I can't even imagine somebody.
0: What a bizarre thing to me.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like why would that be what you would do? Wouldn't you, you would do something. First of all, probably something people have already heard of. Second of all, who would just think, you know what? Just pants. Just the bottom half.
0: I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's like, yeah. Why would you choose that figure <laughs> for a hoax? Yeah. Just to, go get your mom's pants. Go get her gauchos. <laughs> you know, those white flowy ones.
1: I just can't imagine that being somebody's hoax.
0: I don't understand either. It's weird. That's why I'm like, <sighs> it's got to be some kind of alien. I don't know. It's weird. I'm telling you right now, I would leave that house forever if I saw that in my yard. Jose stayed in his house for two weeks. I would stay in my house for two years.
1: Yeah. It's And I would bizarre. only
0: go out in the daytime.
1: Now, I... I- I'm a little upset about your story because Why? I always thought that the Fresno nightcrawlers were like cute and silly and now I'm terrified.
0: I mean, they are cute. They are cute. And if you output post some like fan art that people have drawn, they're really, really cute. But they're just weird. And like weird to me is sometimes can be weird cool or it could be weird scary. And it, they just ended up being weird scary to me.
1: All right. Are you ready? Yeah. To be grossed out? Hit me with cryptid numero dos. The Gobi Desert is a vast, arid region in northern China and southern Mongolia. Oh my gosh, I'm obsessed with deserts and Mongolia. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) And it's home to a mysterious and frightening cryptid called the Mongolian Death Worm. Oh, my
0: goodness. And you know what? Before I said I was obsessed with deserts in Mongolia, it was actually dessert and Mongolian barbecue. <laughs> so my bad. But now there's something to be obsessed about the Gobi, Gobi Desert with. Yes. For. Yes. From.
1: To. Yes. The Mongolian Death Worm. Woo! Is that, that's like such a metal name, right?
0: It is. It's, in, it's I'm not going to attempt a metal riff. Mm-mm. I'm not going to walk right into that one. But it is super metal. Oh,
1: my God. So this cryptid is one of the lesser known, at least in the Western world, where we here on the pod live, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, however, in the area surrounding the Gobi, it is widely believed to exist, and local people call it, oh, God. Ready for this? But yeah. drink? Yes. Olgio corkyo.
0: That was brilliant. Excellent.
1: That was so good. Which loosely translates to large intestine worm.
0: Oh my God. Ew, that's kind of disgusting.
1: It's very disgusting. If you are unfamiliar with the Mongolian death worm, I'm going to describe this unusual creature to you now. (laughs) And of course, we'll have pictures on our Instagram. Okay. The death worm is a creature that resembles a large worm, obviously without any noticeable eyes or nose. And there's some debate on whether or not it has a mouth. Some say it doesn't have a mouth at all. And others claim the creature does have a mouth that is able, that is able to open extremely wide to bear its rows of sharp teeth. Ugh. Some reports also claim it has a spike on its tail end. Oh, shit. It reaches somewhere between two to five feet long
0: what the fuck this is shaping up to be a a literal death worm
1: yeah i mean who would have known that something called a mongolian death worm (laughs) would be a literal death
0: worm? well an intestine (laughs) worm you're thinking like a long pink clumpy thing but this has like freaking sharp teeth and a fucking spike spike out of its ass yeah
1: Although it is referred to as a worm, for it to exist in the harsh conditions of the gobi, it would most likely be either a legless lizard or a snake.
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
1: So what can this four foot long red worm with rows of sharp teeth do besides (laughs) disgust and terrify? (laughs) The legends say the death worm can kill in several different horrible ways. Oh my
0: goodness. Okay. All right. This is getting, shit is getting real.
1: Yeah. One story says they can spit a stream of corrosive venom oh, that is great. lethal
0: to okay. anything. Okay, good. It. Sp- basically spitting acid plus yeah. teeth plus an ass spike. Okay. Yeah.
1: And if that doesn't do the trick, it is said to be able to electrocute its victims what? from a distance. <laughs> from a distance? Oh uh, Yeah, this is a lot. Also, just touching the worm can kill a human. So, although cassie i know that they seem cute and cuddly please don't pet one if you come across it resist the urge i would i
0: don't think i would have an urge to touch that
1: no no aside from humans the mongolian deathworm also kills camels what the fuck it will lay eggs inside of the animal's intestines okay that's disgusting it's really fucked up
0: i was just gonna ask you okay is it is it an, an intestine worm because it looks like an intestine it's because, because it, it looks it eats like an intestines intestine. but is it because it lays eggs in intestines it, it, it's a
1: twofer but it also does resemble oh okay. intestines
0: my favorite so, kind of twofer
1: yeah definitely intestine related <laughs> twofers are the best <laughs> so it will lay eggs inside the, a- the camel and um, the camel will eventually turn the same shade of red as the death worm
0: what why
1: I don't know well, I guess when they hatch.
0: That's fucking weird.
1: ooh, ooh. wah The Mongolian death worm is, as all cryptids are, elusive. Mm-hmm. They travel underground and can only be spotted by the waves of sand that appear on the surface of the desert when it passes. Oh. Which is all uh, the movie. Tremors. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Is that your source?
1: That is my only source, Yes. Aside from the sources that I'll mention at the end.
0: Okay. Well, Kevin Bacon in Tremors is my source of wet dreams, though.
1: So. <laughs> also, another reason that the Mongolian deathworm is so elusive is that it hibernates for 10 months of the year. It only comes out during June and July. And even then, it prefers to rise to the surface when the ground is wet and rain is falling.
0: So it's like a legit earthworm. Uh, yeah. But acid-spitting... Electrocuting, uh, teeth, spiky butt plug, mm-hmm. having rows of sharp teeth, mm-hmm. ugly motherfucker.
1: Yes, consensus among boring researchers <laughs> is that the Mongolian deathworm probably does not exist.
0: Yeah, they're just boring and lame yeah. and don't know what they're talking about.
1: They think that what people have actually seen is a limbless reptile known as a worm lizard. <laughs> Which resembles a large worm and burrows underground and can get pretty long. But I looked these up and they look like a goddamn cartoon character. They also kind of resemble a strange penis. I don't think anybody's going to mix up that strange penis cartoon character (laughs) with a worm with rows of sharp teeth that's electrocuting you and like fucking up camels. But
0: uh, what I want to know, the real question is who the freaking hell is going to the Gobi Desert in June and July? It's probably like 500 I think degrees.
1: That, well, I think that's when it does rain, though. I think it's maybe off.
0: Oh, yeah, because it's probably a different season. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Unfortunately, the death worm has never even had a blurry Bigfoot style picture taken of it, which is sad.
0: Yeah, that it maybe they're self conscious.
1: Maybe. Or maybe every person that's ever tried to take a picture was immediately murdered. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they're <laughs> electrocuted from afar yeah, and then, then
0: burnt to not, literally nothing like with how acid. Many,
1: how many electrocuted photographers have you found in the desert? Yeah. Right? Exactly. There have been witnesses that have lived to tell about their Mongolian death deathworm experience, though. It was mentioned in a 1926 book by paleontologist Roy Chapman Andrews, who didn't personally believe in the animal's existence, but noted that stories of it circulated in Mongolia. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a well-known creature. Okay. Other witnesses include park rangers, police officers, and even a Mongolian prime minister. So, some head honchos believe in him. Those are, like,
0: reputable... Yeah, exactly. ...kind of sources.
1: Exactly. Also, the Gobi Desert is known for rare animals, such as snow leopards and Bactrian camels. So, maybe this is the perfect... Location for the super mysterious Mongolian deathworm. Yeah, because there's other rare and mysterious creatures living there already.
0: Yes, yes.
1: So that is my Mongolian deathworm information.
0: I I'm like obsessed. I kind of I, fucking love it.
1: I'm a little on the fence. I mean, I kind of I'm inclined to kind of believe the people that live there. Uh huh. More than just a random researcher who shows up for a week and then is like, nope, don't see it.
0: Yeah. I mean, okay, I maybe there is, maybe there's a version of the Mongolian Yeah, maybe death it doesn't
1: r- really electrocute people, but there might be a poisonous reptile.
0: Or maybe it doesn't get two to five feet. Maybe it's like an inch long.
1: What the fuck? <laughs> why, why would that be? No, okay, an why inch would- is really small. That's so tiny. <laughs> but you do think it electrocutes you? It's a one-inch-long worm that electrocutes people. I mean,
0: stranger things have happened. <laughs> Okay, I said uh, what I said.
1: Okay, that's that's our take. It's an actually an inch long, but it will electrocute you. Then that is our, what okay. Here on the pop. don't
0: believe me. I'm no paleontologist. Okay,
1: imagine if you saw an inch long. You couldn't even see teeth. it. <laughs>
0: couldn't even see it steve no that was the stupidest thing i've ever said okay that was
1: the best thing you've ever said oh and, and that's let me-,
0: me saying that's the stupidest thing i've ever said <laughs> in the middle of a freaking cryptid episode about walking pants <laughs> and a fucking electric worm
1: okay let me cite my sources i uh used livescience.com um and i used a thought catalog article
0: okay perfect ah, that reminds me i never s- cited mine but i always put them in the description to our um yes episode so. so uh i have a lot of sources uh my first one is um cryptids.fandom.com and that's cryptids with a z mm-hmm. the sacramento bee mm-hmm. the fresno bee um the episode of fact or fiction paranormal files Season one, episode two, and a YouTube video, Fresno alien, nightcrawler, stick figure surveillance analysis. Nice, yeah, and that's basically just the footage of the alien, which I'll post on our social. So that's the sources. All right, so we talked about this before. Mm-hmm. In a fight to the death, no contest. Who do you think? <laughs> who do you think would win? My gauchos, big lot gaucho pants <laughs> <laughs> that seem to be possessed by extraterrestrial energy or the Mongolian death worm yeah. at his
1: actual size of two to five feet, not one inch. <laughs> I
0: mean, tomato, tomato,
1: <laughs> potato, potato, um, I would have to say the Mongolian Death word would win just based on what we know. But if the Fresno Nightcrawler is an E.T. and has powers that we are not aware of, then, you know, it might be a toss up. You know what?
0: You don't you don't know. We don't know what kind of mind tricks the Fresno Nightcrawler has up its pant leg.
1: <laughs> not up its sleeve.
0: <laughs> I almost said sleeve. It doesn't have anything. Up it its sleeve. has no sleeves. But up its pant leg. But I would have to say, just on physical characteristics, I'm going to go with a Mongolian deathworm. Even if it was an inch, I think it would still kick the Gaucho's pants ass. Gaucho's ass. ass. The ass of those has. Gaucho pants.
1: The only body part. It's
0: has. 75% ass.
1: <laughs> People have said that about me before, based on personality alone. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, so I'm going to go with Mongolian Deathworm. something I definitely would not want to run into in the desert. There's a lot of freaky shit in the desert. Yeah, I... I, I mean, fucking cactuses <laughs> are weird <laughs> as fuck, if you think about it.
1: Cactuses are your weird... Are the thing you're scared of in the desert? I mean, that's just like a plant. scorpions? Okay,
0: but just if you were to base the kind of life that's in the desert... On one, just like one random plant, it's like a cactus. Like, if you see a cactus and that's just a plant, imagine mm-hmm. what your mind's like, that's just a fucking plant?
1: Yeah. Like, think about scorpions. Think about, there's a lot of things. And it does get so hot there, I think that most of the creatures are underground. Probably. Yeah.
0: They're, or they're inside camel's intestines cooling off.
1: I think people take issue with the fact that it would most likely have a skeleton because they don't believe it could actually be a worm. Because the conditioners are so harsh, uh, a soft-fleshed worm couldn't survive. So I think that that's a big reason why people don't believe in their existence is because they haven't found a skeleton, a spine from it.
0: Yeah, but they wouldn't if it was a worm.
1: Exactly. So, and who
0: says a worm can't survive in the desert?
1: I don't know. Maybe they asked a bunch of worms.
0: Maybe they polled them on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, well, I think the consensus is definitely Mongolian Deathworm. Yeah, would for sure. For sure. In a battle royale style. Yes. <laughs> nice. Yes. Oh, my God. Somebody please make a show where cryptids battle. Oh, my <gasps> gosh. Bigfoot would always win. Yes.
0: Oh, I don't know. The Jersey Devil is pretty scary. It has wings.
1: There's so many fangirls from Mothman. He would come in and be oh, so yeah. obnoxious. He'd be so full of himself.
0: I'm just like, I'm not on the Mothman bandwagon. <laughs> I just can't do it. He's more scary. He's scary to me. He's a bad omen. I don't mm-hmm. like it.
1: I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if he's a bad omen, if he's trying to warn people. But if you see him, get the fuck out of there.
0: Yeah. Because your shit's about
1: to get fucked up. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, I had so many. I had two giant moths on my patio this weekend. Terrifying. I'm not super scared of moths.
0: Um, I don't like them. You know, I do think, though, they're bad omens. We When we were house hunting, we looked at a house. Um, and it had a, gi- I'm talking like giant, one of those giant moths that's like six inches. Fuck that shit. And if you think with it's the big a bird, eyes
1: on it. If you think it's a bird and it's a moth, fuck no.
0: I have a picture of it. I bet in my phone, I'll post it. Okay. And I was like, nah, this is a bad omen. I get it. I, it was dead.
1: If you can see an insect's facial expressions, that's a no boy. No, uh-uh.
0: no, no, <laughs>
1: that freaks me out. Well, now that I'm grossed out.
0: Yeah. That's a good place to, um, we'll just leave you gross for the week.
1: Leave you feeling gross. (laughs) Oh my God. Well, thank you so much for listening. We truly appreciate it.
0: We really do. And this is a fun episode. We have, um, if you don't follow us on social next week, we are starting a summer series. Yes. And it is, um, we're going to do paranormal and true crime cases based in a very famous town in California. And it's not just known in California, not just known in the United States. It's known worldwide. It's a pretty famous place. So um, that starts next week. I don't necessarily want to give it away.
1: No, don't give it away. Just look out for it. Yes.
0: It's excited. It's excited. It's excited. It's very excited. <laughs> i'm excited
1: <laughs> i'm excited
0: um and so that'll be next week it'll be um pretty fun and exciting anyways thanks for listening and don't forget love yourself lock your doors and light that sage to keep those mongolian deathworms away for sure cheers, cheers to, to that, that. Oh, oh my no. gosh i hate shaving my armpits <laughs> if it was socially acceptable i just wouldn't no don't
1: do it I'm sorry. Society's expectations of women's bodies. (laughs) Fuck the patriarchy.